Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number three in a series of eight, where we are talking about the seven key strategies that you need to be able to move through if you are going through a hardship or a crisis-driven reorganization in your business. Now, we've talked about the fact that this change will happen in mature and evolving businesses, right? That's the phase of business that these companies would be in. Usually, you're not going to go through a reorganization or a change in headcount in a startup or a growth company because you don't have enough headcount to really worry about that, okay? But your mature and your evolution businesses are definitely going to have that. And so that's who we're targeting with this conversation. Now, I will always throw out the caveat to say just because you're not going through either a hardship change or you don't have a business in that phase yet doesn't mean you shouldn't listen because we're always going to learn something. I want you to tuck it into your memory banks. I want you to remember that these podcasts exist. I want you to refer back to them such that, hey, maybe you don't have to go through a reorg. Or if you ever face a situation where you do, you already have some of the foundation built so that you can quickly do these things and not waste time because time again it matters that's what we talked about yesterday so today we're going to talk about our people we're going to talk about the people that work for us on our team one of the things that we have to understand is who we should keep on our team and who we should eliminate now that sounds really easy but it's not especially at the size that a mature and an evolving businesses are at those businesses are huge right they're they're huge they're hundreds if not thousands upon thousands of people maybe hundreds of thousands depending upon exactly what the business is and so to say that you're just gonna blanketly gonna cut X number of people per team or you're gonna cut this team entirely it doesn't make sense you do not want to approach it that way and that's why this strategy strategy number two is about truly assessing the talent on your team and then making decisions based on the talent. Now, if you're this big, you have a legal team and you have an HR team and they should be guiding you through this process because you wanna be able to do things fairly and consistently. It's critically important. That, those are rules that I live by. That's part of my core values, right? To be fair and consistent. But there are people that are gonna be working for you and they're gonna be brand new or newly promoted or they're not gonna be great people leaders and you're gonna entrust them with making some of these decisions and they're not necessarily gonna make the right ones. So what you wanna be able to do is create a framework that they can work within that's consistent. It's a consistent framework. It's a way that you assess talent across your entire organization such that when you do that, you have, you have consistency. And you'll sit down and you'll calibrate the ratings across your organization to ensure consistency. Now, I'm telling you this now such that whenever you get into the growth phase and you're about to transition over into the mature phase or you're already in the mature or the evolution phase, if you're in one of those three scenarios right now, you should be doing talent assessments. You need to have them. You should be doing it consistently. It should help you relative to promotions. It should help you relative to performance reviews. It should, all of this stuff should tie together. Now, are they fun? I'm not saying they're fun. Are they necessary? 
Yes, they are. This allows you to assess the talent on your team such that then you can look across the board and say, okay, we have this underperformance. I, I don't want to eliminate my top performers. I, again, need to make my business grow and move forward and overcome the barriers that are standing in our way right now. The only way I'm going to be able to do that is by maintaining the talent on my team. So you need to know who that talent is. Now, if you've never done a talent assessment, you've got to start doing them. The non-box grid is the most common. That's what I've used for the bulk of my career, okay? Where you sit down and look at performance and potential, and you rate them on that perspective. Now, that's common. Do you have to use a non-box? No. Are there other tools that you can use? Yes. I'm not going to promote one, one over the other. I'm just sharing with you what I have experienced for my corporate life. You need to figure out a strategy that is going to be able to work for you long-term across all of your departments and is truly going to give you the insight that you need to assess your talent. Because at the end of the day, if you're going through a reorganization due to a hardship, you have to keep your talent and eliminate underperformance. And you need to do it fairly and consistently so that you cannot inject any bias across it, right? There can be no bias. No bias based on race or sexual orientation or pregnancy or age or gender. It doesn't matter. Any of those pieces, we cannot discriminate. We should never. And so you want to have a process in place that ensures that that is not happening and that you truly are looking at underperformance and not anything else. All right? So that's what I wanted to challenge you to think about today. You have to assess the people that you're going to keep and the people that you're going to remove from your team through this reorganization. And you need to do it in a, a fair way, in a consistent way, and in a way that truly shows you who your talent is and who your underperformers are. Such that you can truly across the board eliminate all of the underperformers, no matter what team they're on or all of the other situations that, that would cause concern from a discrimination perspective. You can't get rid of all females or all of your African-American or Asian-American leader. You can't do any of those things. You need to show that across the board, they truly were underperforming. And if you have a method in place, that's all you need to worry about. You want to create a process such that all that, has, all that matters is underperformance. And it truly eliminates the other things that can, could stand in the way or blind you or negatively impact your ability to measure talent versus underperformance, okay? Ensure that there is no discrimination happening. That's number one. That's from a legal perspective. Number two, keep your talent. If you've got to reduce headcount anyway, get rid of the underperformance, right? Keep the best stuff. Keep the food. If you're throwing everything else overboard, keep the food because you're going to need the food, you know? Maybe get rid of everything else. Think about it that way. I know this is very basic terms. I apologize if, if I'm making it too basic, but I'm just trying to keep it pretty simple in your brain because we as humans have a tendency to really make some of these situations super complex, and I promise you they're not. But we just have to have a process to follow. And so this is your strategy number two. Assess your talent. Eliminate the underperformance. Do it in a way that's consistent and fair. Keep your top talent. If you don't have a methodology to go ahead and assess the talent, you need to inject one now. And you can't take six months to do that either because, again, if it takes you longer than six months, we already said yesterday, 
that most likely you're not going to recover. Your business can't recover if it takes you longer than six months. So assess your talent quickly. Compare internally. Don't compare, hey, I have this company here and I'm going to compare myself to the company down the road. There are too many things that are different between the two of you. Even if you sell to the same customer and it's the same product, you're still different. You have a different culture. You have a different level of talent. Okay, so compare internally if you need to compare. Calibrate internally. But that's what I'm going to challenge you to do today. Think through how you can assess your talent. Join me tomorrow for strategy number three. Go and be legendary.